Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of Riotcast. Uh, so I've got some news for you. I actually, I did go ahead and make an Instagram for uh, the podcast. So it's Riotcast Official on Instagram. Um, if you have any questions or anything, or anything you really want to show up on the show, uh, go ahead and go to Riotcast Official on Instagram and send a DM. And uh, we will read them. And assuming, you know, it's appropriate and everything, uh, it could end up, get, your question could end up getting answered on the show. So... That's new. That's exciting. Um, and we'll also post when there's uh, new episodes available and stuff. And hopefully link it so you can swipe up on Spotify. Also, uh, on the Spotify note, uh, our, our episodes haven't been uploading correctly to Spotify. So I try to upload them every Monday morning at like 6 in the morning mountain time. Uh, that way you guys can get it, you know, as soon as you're at work. Um, or, you know, wherever you like to listen to it. Uh, if it's not uploaded there, we have it available on several other platforms. And, uh, we'll do our best to get it up on Spotify as soon as possible. But sometimes, you know, you might have to go to another platform if it's not up already. Like this last time, I actually ended up having to take the episode down completely and then put it back up. So it took several hours it was a whole thing it was kind of it was interesting for sure um but anyways diving right in to, uh to the podcast i um i had said that the weather was getting better here and i could not have been more wrong it was like montana heard me and they were like oh no not yet um after I said that, it's been like, it was like, you know, a couple days that were like zero, negative two, negative three. We went through like a string of days that were like negative 15. And where I live, there's a lot of wind. Like the wind hit me so hard. I finally understood that Carrie Underwood song. Like I was, I was blown away, guys. It was bad. Um, and I don't know if you guys have experienced cold like that, but it, it makes you question your life choices. Um, yeah, no, it was really bad. Uh, and it's still pretty chilly in the mornings, but it's like 36 right now. It's the first day we've had above freezing in like a week and a half, maybe two weeks. So I'm, I'm excited about that, but man, it gets cold here. I, uh, don't think I have much Montana winter or many Montana winters left in me. That was insane. So I don't have any updates on, uh, whether or not I'll be fighting April 6th or if it'll be kickboxing or MMA or, you know, I might even be fighting in May. Uh, there's not really any updates on that, but it's a thing called Wimp to Warrior. And so I, I would be on that card, but I'm not a part of that program. And what that program is, is like they take people that, you know, just work in offices, usually older people. So, you know, all ages, though, all ages, all career paths. Some of, some of them are athletes when they come in, but most of them come in you know, never having really worked out or not having worked out since high school. And they learn MMA for, it's been a minute, uh, probably six months, maybe longer. It seems like they've been there for a long time now. But they learn MMA and they train together and then they fight each other in, a, in an MMA match with like headgear and special rules so no one gets hurt. Um, I think it's a really cool program and it's a great thing to do. However... I don't know why they fight their training partners. That's kind of weird to me. But, you know, it is what it is. I actually 
was trying to get my cousin to do it because he used to wrestle a lot and I feel like he would just destroy some guy that's been like working in an office for the last eight years but I don't know I mean not that there's anything wrong with working in offices just my cousin's like kind of a bodybuilder and used to wrestle a lot and he's even expressed to me that he'd like to try MMA I was like this is your opportunity but uh hopefully they do another one so I can get him in on that but um, with the Winter Warrior card, hopefully I can get on that card. So while I'm not a part of the event, they do want to have other amateur fighters and maybe even, yeah, definitely professional fighters. I have a teammate making their pro debut on that card. So it should be an exciting event. And it's actually like our events here in Kalispell, but they do Winter Warrior all over the world. So it's a pretty exciting event. Um, so hopefully I can get on the card. But, you know, we'll see. But uh, with the Wimp to Warrior, actually, it's, I don't even know if it's related to the Wimp to Warrior. We've been having a lot of, like, cops doing jujitsu lately, which I think is awesome. And, and, like, they're not your typical, like, Paul Blart cop. Like, these are the kind of cops that'll show up and, like, freaking protect your justice. And if shit hits the fan, they'll headbutt you in the butthole because they know jujitsu. And that's that's how jujitsu works. Um it's really cool to see, actually. Like, some of them are, like, blue belts and purple belts and, you know, higher. You know, all, all the belts. But it's really cool to see because with law enforcement, I mean, I'd imagine that knowing how to grapple would be essential. I'm kind of surprised that you can be a cop and not know how to grapple because, you know, it's not like cops are supposed to be punching people. So just seems like a good thing for all cops to know it's really cool to see like cops in there just grinding it out and doing jujitsu and like yeah um i don't know it's it's very exciting so hopefully i'll be fighting soon but who knows um and then as far as movies go recently i watched uh or i guess it's not really a movie um i've been watching the punisher and then re-watching the walking dead with my wife and I don't know. I really liked The Walking Dead up until, like, the season with Negan in it. Uh, but The Punisher, it might be canceled, but I, I'm hoping not because that show is amazing. It's kind of like John Wick is a TV show, and it's on Netflix, so you don't have to, like, go anywhere to see it. It's just on demand right there on your freaking TV as soon as you get home. So, I don't know. I'm hoping that they continue it, but I, the rumor is is that it's over. So, I don't know. If anyone's got any, like, good movie recommendations, though, for sure send those, because I will watch them and get back to y'all. But, um, anyways, I know you guys are really just, uh, here for the UFC Fight Night 147 breakdown, and I'm gonna go over, uh, how my picks went for UFC Fight Night 146, but I'm gonna... I'm going to go ahead and give my predictions for UFC Fight Night 147 first. So, main eventing that, we have Darren Till versus Jorge Masvidal, or George Masvidal. Um, that's a good fight. They've both been super respectful, which is interesting, because they both, they both talk a lot of shit, typically. Um, so, it's kind of interesting to see that when they got to each other, it's not like the freaking shit talk awards. It's It's very respectful um which is i like it's just surprised me now every time i've picked against george masvidal i have been wrong however i am a huge fan of him 
I think Darren Till can get this done. I'm going to say by decision. I um, I think that both their striking is at such a high level that it's going to go to decision. I could see maybe Till taps him and he goes to sleep, but I don't think so. I think this one's going to go to a decision. Um, and I, I don't know if Darren Till's fought since he fought Tyron Woodley, so... It's a good fight back for him. Um, George Masvidal hasn't fought in a minute. I think that George Masvidal has potential to mix things up with the grappling, but I see this fight going to decision for Darren Till. I just, I don't, I'm actually pretty confident in that pick. Um, and then Leon Edwards versus Gunnar Nelson. Now, I love me my Gunnar Nelson. I think he... I think he could win this by decision, uh, but I think Leon Edwards might get this done by TKO, and that's hard for me to say. I, I feel I almost feel bad saying it because Gunnar Nelson's like an OG, but um, and then moving on, Vulcan Ozdemir versus Dominic Reyes, which this card is so good. It's so good. I love it. Um. I'm going to say Vulcan Ozdemir KO. I'm going to get crazy on you guys. I'm going to say Vulcan Ozdemir KO very first round because, because I'm making the picks, guys. Um, no, because I feel like his striking is good enough and he's so powerful. He could knock him out in the first round. But Dominic Reyes is undefeated. So know that when I'm making this pick, um, I'm picking with my heart here. Like if I would not put money on this pick. Um... The next fight is Nathaniel Wood versus Jose Alberto. Oh no, Quinones. I'm so sorry, guys. I that is struggle city for me. Um, I am gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Jose. Uh, let's say decision again. Um. I'm not super familiar with these two fighters, so again, just know that like I'm kind of picking with my heart here. So Jose by decision, and then Danny Roberts versus Claudio Silva. Um, this is another tough one. I'm gonna say Claudio Silva decision, and then we have uh, Jack Marshman or Jack Marshman, sorry, and John Phillips. I am going with, this is tough, this is real tough, hmm. Jack Marshman, TKO round three, and again, I'm kind of picking with my heart here, um, I, uh, I'm going to go on to the prelims, because I, I mean, I, that's a good, that's a close fight, like, uh, for example, just, Jack Marshman is 22 and 8 right now. Um, while John Phillips is 21 and 8 with with one no contest. So, that's a really close fight and then uh moving on, I'm just going to do the first two fights of the prelims again cuz I don't want to pick on fighters I'm not super familiar with. Um So, Arnold Allen versus Jordan Rinaldi. 
I'm going to say Arnold Allen, submission, round two. And then Mark Jacasey versus Joseph Duffy. Um, I think Joseph Duffy is a super dangerous fight for Mark Jacasey. I could see... I, th- I think most likely Mark Jacasey is in for a rough night. But I'm going to say that he could pull this off by... T- I'm going to say TKO round two. But I'm picking with my heart completely here. Um, I think it's going to be a tough fight for him, but I do think it's completely doable. Just, you know, he's kind of had some tough times lately, so I'm hoping that he can get it done. Um, And then I'm going to do one more fight, and that's Tom Breeze versus Ian Hines, something like that. Uh, Obviously going with Tom Breeze, I'm going to say by decision. So that's it for my UFC Fight Night 147 picks. Uh, I'm going to go to my breakdown of UFC Fight Night 146. So I have no idea what happened, but I had to delete an entire segment because um, I was talking and it was recording, 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 and then it just stopped like mid-sentence and then stopped back up like two minutes later, or starts back up recording two minutes later for some reason, but it doesn't notify you when it stops recording. And you have to do everything in five-minute segments. So fortunately, I didn't lose a whole lot, but, like, it's a little frustrating. Like, it takes me an hour and a half to get you guys, like, 30 minutes of decent podcasting. So eventually, I'm, I'm like, looking into new gear and, like, hopefully new software soon because it's it's really hard to do it this way, um, unfortunately. Uh, But I was talking about Tim Boach versus Amari Akamedov. I'm pretty sure I had picked Tim Boach to win, but uh, I was wrong. Um, but Tim Boach, I will say, you know, he did a really good job stocking down Amari Akhamedov, um, like cutting off the cage. And anyone who trains or fights knows that like cutting off the cage or cutting off the ring is like way harder than it looks, way harder than it seems. I felt he looked super composed while he was taking super hard shots until the third round, and Omari Akamedov was like, he would like explode into stuff, but what I thought he did the best and part of what I think won him that fight was like when he was backing up every single time he'd throw a cross hook and every single time it would land. And I, I, I don't know, I, I thought that um, had Omari Akamedov like capitalized a little bit more in the third round, he would have gotten a TKO. And I, even though he, I mean, it looked like he was about to get a TKO, but. Um, other than that, Tim Tim Means looked like he was, uh, or Tim Boach, sorry, uh, looked like he was pretty composed, but you could tell he was getting a little bit more tired, a little bit more hurt, because Amari Akamedov, I mean, every single time he'd start getting chased too much, he was like, cross hook, and then he'd explode into a couple of hooks and stuff, you know. So, shout out to uh, Amari Akamedov. Um, that's, a big, that's a good win for him. Um, and then... We have uh, Brunel Dariush versus Drew Dober. And full disclosure, I didn't really know much about Drew Dober, if anything at all. And uh, I had picked Dariush, but round one started and um, Drew, uh, Drew Dober like sprinted across the octagon. Like he's just throwing hooks and stuff and super explosive. Uh, I love that. I thought, I thought he won the first round. He was like controlling the striking. And, like, he kind of, like, gets into these brawls and, 
you know, he's not taking a bunch of damage, but he does get hit while those brawls are going. So that concerns me a little bit because in MMA, all it takes is one tap on the chin and you're, you know, going to sleep. So, um, I, I, I look forward to watching Drew Dober fight again. Like I'm a huge fan of his now, but, um, uh, Benel Dariush managed to get him down. And Dariush is one of those guys where like, if he gets you down once the fight, outcome can change just like that and I felt like he proved it because he immediately sank in um well I guess not immediately he did a couple submission attempts but he um got a second round arm bar and I really I actually I, I that was one of the best fights I've seen in a while um but anyways moving moving on um so, again, maybe I'm just crazy, but I really thought that he had won that fight. Um, and if anyone disagrees with me, I'm I'm down to chat about it. Like, I again, I maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention to that fight. Um, I don't know. I just, I thought that uh, he had won that fight. And then when Ben Rothwell, I, it looked like he might have kicked close to the, to the dick of um, Ivanov, but... I'm not sure. And then it looked like maybe he was telling Ivanov he could have a free kick on him right there, like on the thigh. Or maybe he was just explaining that he um, that he meant to hit him on the thigh and accidentally got him in the in the beanbag area. So I'm not really sure what happened there. That was that was interesting. It was kind of funny. Um, And then the next fight, though, was uh, Tim Means versus Nico Price. And Nico Price came out like a freaking matador. Like, uh, that was the wrong, that was the wrong term. He came out, (laughs) he came out like a madman. Um, I thought that, uh, he came out great, but Tim Means, you know, he has that experience and he, he, um, you know, he, he survived the flurries. He just covered up, took him down. And I thought that's exactly what he should have done. Um, he took it down early and then by time, uh, Nico Price, you know, and then got back up. Nico Price looked like his energy was like zap zapped, and that's that's good. I I thought Tim Means did exactly what he needed to do to win that fight. I thought he was doing pretty much everything correctly because when they got back up, it looked like Tim Means was controlling the striking as well instead of just the grappling. So that was awesome to see. Um, I really uh, another fight I really enjoyed. Um, and then you know he Tim Means again was controlling the striking. I thought he was doing a great job just controlling the fight in general. And then um, he got tagged with, I think, a right hook on the cage. So, you know, MMA is one of those sports where you could do everything 100% correctly and still lose. Um, it's it's a cruel sport. It'll break your heart sometimes. Um, I thought it was a great fight, great win for Nico Price. Um but yeah, I thought Tim Means was, I honestly thought Tim Means was going to get the KO or knockout just because he was tagging Nico Price so much. Like he was landing hard shots consistently and Nico Price just got in that right hook at the right time. And I mean, that's, that's MMA for you. I'm, that's all it takes is one shot on the button. Um, now I was, I was like trying to make dinner and stuff. So I, I didn't get to see all of the Curtis Millinder versus uh, Elizu. Um, but he got a submission in the first round, so I felt like I didn't see enough of it to really talk too much about it. I just saw where he was like, I was like, okay, this fight's starting, and I walked away for a second. I'm like, oh shit, he already got the submission. Um, 
Now, I did watch the main event twice, though, and I had picked Junior Dos Santos, and, um, man, that was, that fight was, uh, I felt everything we hoped Derek Lewis, Francis, and Ganu was going to be, that was one of my favorite fights in a while. It was crazy. It was back and forth. I don't think they both dropped each other. I don't know. They both definitely rocked each other and hurt each other, but, um... Dos Santos did come out with a TKO, I believe, in the yeah second round, and I believe I picked him to do that. Um, now, at one point, Dos Santos threw a spinning back kick, and like at first, I it looked like it didn't land, and I listened to the commentary off, so I don't know if they said it landed or what, but like he threw that like turning side kick, and I thought it missed when I was watching it. Um, both times it looked like it didn't quite hit, but when you see the replay, it definitely hit, and then Derek Lewis was like holding his stomach. And the first time I wasn't really sure what he was doing, but the second time I was like, oh, he's like in pain right now. But like, it was so sweet because he like slipped a shot while he's bent over holding his stomach in pain and like throws like an overhand. It was such a crazy back and forth fight. Um, I I just, I love that fight a lot. Um, now I think Derek Lewis really should work on his cardio, but if he did, I guess he wouldn't be Derek Lewis and... But, I mean, I guess it looked better than other fights. One thing I will say is, I thought Derek Lewis had improved. Because, like, he was throwing head kicks and shit. And, like, now, he throws that jumping head kick thing a lot. But, like, his, like, kicks were really good. Especially with, like, I think it was his lead leg he was throwing most of them with. I was really impressed to see that. I feel like he's definitely improved. And, uh, I mean, he hit Junior Dos Santos a few times. Um... This was one of those fights that almost looked like the UFC video game where, like, uh, Junior Dos Santos is, like, spamming that um, overhand of his and, and uh, Derek Lewis is, like, just throwing a bunch of head kicks. And I'm not, I'm not disparaging either of these fighters. It was an amazing fight. Crazy talent. Um, I love that fight and I love these fighters. So, like, for me, it was bittersweet because it was one of those fights where I love both of the fighters so much. I didn't want to see either of them lose like I wanted to see like I love Derek Lewis I don't ever want to watch him lose a fight and I feel the same about uh Junior Dos Santos and it's just one of those things where you're like damn I love them both but you know one of them's gonna win and one of them's gonna lose but uh Junior Dos Santos he does like all those turning sidekicks and I think a spinning heel kick he even attempted like at heavyweight it's crazy to see but man I think he might still be my favorite heavyweight I love it but Derek Lewis is the funniest fighter ever i think if he were to retire tomorrow and do stand-up he could be crazy successful um again i just i, I love that fight a lot um there was some really cool parts of that fight again where like he's holding his stomach and fights out of it uh, that, there was an insane fight i love the fights um and i'd love to hear what you guys have to say but um in other news, uh, on Friday, I'm actually going to release an extra episode. So it'll be a bonus episode this week. So you'll get this episode tomorrow because this is Sunday. So you'll get it first thing Monday morning. And then first thing Friday morning, I'm going to upload a bonus episode. And it's actually my first ever interview. So, like, go easy on me. But I, I thought it went really well. Um, and then... I think I'm going to stick to the one-a-week format, but, like, if I have a guest or something, I'd like to release this on Friday so I can give you guys an extra episode. Um, I feel like I'm slowly but surely figuring out this whole podcasting thing, and, yeah, man, I I love the fights, and uh, 
the my guest you'll you'll see who it is um i mean i guess you guys won't really know him but you'll you'll learn because of the podcast so as always guys thanks for listening and you guys have fun out there so guys um at one point i was talking about uh ben rothwell versus ivanov and i thought ben rothwell had won the fight uh again this episode like kept cutting out and not recording and telling me it was recording so I'm extremely sorry. I won't let episodes jump around like this again. This will probably be my worst edited episode because I had to scrap, like, I don't know, probably 10 minutes of stuff. Like, originally this was supposed to be, like, 35, 40 minutes long. And now it's, like, 25 minutes long. I don't know if it's the software or what. I'm, I mean, I, I guess I do know it's the software. Um, so that was, that's really irritating. But anyways, guys, um... Super sorry, and next time I'll make sure it's way better edited, because this is extremely frustrating. Thank you guys again for listening, though.